We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone. Today's episode I'm extremely excited to talk about because this has been something that's honestly been sitting on my mind for a while now. Um, since I've started to see the world kind of get back to normal in a way, uh, socially, I should say, you know, events are coming back, parties, concerts, all like, you know, these social events are coming back in the world. And I'm just seeing what I'm going to talk about happen a lot. And I don't know, it just in the back of my mind, I just have so many thoughts and opinions about it. And I guess I'm in like a feisty mood where I just want to express my thoughts and opinions about it. Maybe feisty isn't the right word. I have gusto behind it. I don't know. But before we jump into today's episode, I just want to chit chat. I had a comment on my Instagram the other day that was like, girlfriend, why do you talk so much in your podcast? I'm like, dude, it's a podcast. What am I supposed to do? Sit silent? It's a podcast. And also the beauty of this is you can fast forward. So if you don't like hearing this, you can totally skip it. Um, But I like talking about what's going on in my life. I feel like it builds a good bond. And it's it's nice being able to talk to you guys about things that happen in my life. I can't believe I have to actually justify what I'm talking about on my own show. Actually, you know what? I don't need to justify what I'm talking about in my own show. 
because it's just that it's my own podcast. And if you don't like how I do it, you can start your own and do it exactly the way that you want, or you can just fast forward it your choice. But we're going to talk about a couple of things going on in my life that I just want to catch you guys up on. It's our girl time. It's our chit chat. So as I'm recording this, the sun is shining. Thank God. It has been unbelievably gloomy here. There were also a lot of comments on my last video of people asking where I live. I live in Pennsylvania. I thought a lot of people knew that. Um, but I live in Pennsylvania uh, by Philly, not in Philly, around the Philly area and like the suburbs of Philly. Um, but yeah, that's where I've grown up my whole life and it's a great area. So that's where I live and it has been incredibly gloomy for at least the past week. We haven't seen sunshine in like I think 10 days. It's been horribly depressing and gloomy. Um, and today there's sunshine, thank God, and it feels really great. I'm looking out my window and just seeing so much sun and it's beautiful. And I'm sitting on my couch. Uh, last week's episode, I did not have my couch. Also, did you guys like last week's episode with Lauren? I think um, you guys left a lot of comments that you really enjoyed it. Um, I loved having Lauren on. I thought it was a great episode. I hope you guys thought so too. But anyway, I'm sitting on my couch. Thank God I finally got my couch in. It came in last Friday. And it's been such a dream to be with my couch. Um, I absolutely adore it. I've accidentally fallen asleep on it and like slept overnight on this couch twice. Friday night, the night that I got it and Saturday night, the second night that I had it. I don't know. I'm just big into my couch. It's just rocks. It's super comfy. I got it from living spaces and it took about a month to get in, which considering how backed up couches are, I thought was a really great time. All the reviews, you know, like I bought it online. I didn't like feel it or see it or anything before I bought it. All the reviews online said it was an awesome couch. Everyone was like, good luck trying to stay awake on it. So I was like, all right, I have high hopes. I think I'm really going to like it. And it came in and it's so perfect. I absolutely adore it. Um, it's exactly what I wanted. And it's like this big, it's almost like a U-shaped. Um, it has like a left facing chase. Um, but it also has like a right little bump out too. Um, it's almost like a U-shaped couch and it's just so snuggly and cozy and perfect. I absolutely love it. Um, so it's been awesome. It's been super, super great. I spend all my time on this couch. It's like a problem. I absolutely adore this freaking couch. It's perfect for me. So yeah, I'm sitting on that now, super cozy and I've just been loving it. Another thing that I've been loving doing especially on the couch, is watching shows and reading books. Um, so I finished Whistles and Roars by Kay Webster, which I mentioned in last week's episode. Um, it was a very quick read. It only took me like two days to really finish it. Very, hang on, I'm yawning. I don't know why I just yawned. I never do that when I talk, but it just happened. Um, very, very quick read. Um, took me about two days, and I'm not going to say anything because – K Webster pretty much like in the book asked readers to not talk about any spoilers or anything, but I will absolutely recommend the book. It was great. It was an easy read. Um, it's definitely not for everybody. There are for sure triggers in it. Um, so this might not be a book for everyone, but if you can handle it and you're okay with triggers, I think it's a really great book. Um, and it's about a topic that I'm incredibly interested in. So I really liked it. 
and it was a great book and that's all I'm going to say about it. So definitely recommend to go read that. Had a really good plot twist and the plot twist came at a good time in the book to where it felt like I wasn't waiting for the entirety of the book, but it came at a good spot where I was like, oh my God, I want to go back and reread the entire thing. So it was a really, really great book and that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm currently reading November 9 by Colleen Hoover. Um, It's like a same time next year kind of book. And so far, I'm really liking it. Uh, It's pretty cool. Super cute. Reminds me a little bit of 28 Summers by uh, Aline Hildebrand that I read last year. And I loved that book. So it's like a happy, nostalgic vibe. So I'm reading that right now. I'm liking it. I got it on my iPad. I go in phases of like reading like actual books or iPad. And right now I'm just in a big iPad phase because it's instant gratification, baby. And that is my love language. And I'm currently listening to Cultish, which is a super fascinating nonfiction read. And like I said, I'm listening to it. So lately, like I'll look for podcasts. And if podcasts just aren't really like giving anything to me that day, I'll listen to my audiobook. Um, and lately I've been in like a big audiobook kick anyway. So it's a super interesting book. It's pretty much all about cults, um, about any kind of cult. There's a big section in it about fitness cults. So I, of course, find that incredibly interesting um, because I own fitness studios and I definitely think like the spin community is almost like cult-like, cultish. And it's just very interesting to hear an expert that's researched this talk about cults. Uh, But it goes over like religious cults and social cults and MLMs. It's it's a very interesting book. Um, I really recommend it. Even if it's you think like this isn't something that you'd like, it has a really wide range of topics. It talks about horrible cults like the the mass murder of the Jones. That that one I'm still kind of read. I didn't even know about it until I read this book. Honestly, I had no idea about it. Um, but it it covers a huge range of cults and the culture of cults and how they evolved and developed and the connotations behind it. It's super interesting. I can't recommend it enough. So definitely go check that out. Really, really cool book. Um, really loving it. Very fascinating. Very interesting. And I feel like this is a, a book that's something not technically about business that I'm just so fascinated in. Really, really cool. So definitely recommend those. Out of all three, I'm probably going to recommend Cultish just because I think it's just a really cool book. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm reading November 9, listening to Cultish, just finished Whistles and Roars. They're all awesome so far. Check them out. Um, I'm currently watching three different shows that I'm like kind of rotating between. The first one is Only Murders in the Building. I'm caught up on it. So I'm just waiting until the next episode gets released tomorrow. And I think that's actually the last episode. Um, I really like it. When I first started, I was like, this cast is super bizarre and I don't know if I can really get into it. But the more I get into it, I'm I'm loving it. It's a very unique show in the sense that it's like a podcast meets Broadway meets TV. It's really cool. Um, Oliver is my favorite. I just have the biggest soft spot in my whole heart for Mr. Oliver. I just love him. Um, he's really, really my favorite character on the show. He's awesome. But the whole cast is really great. Um, it's a unique concept, like I said, with like the meshing of everything. Um, but I feel like it's kind of predictable, the ending. 
I mean, each episode guides you to think what they want you to think. Like, it's not like you're reinventing the book here when you think like, oh, it was this person or oh, it was this person. The episode definitely like guides you to to that thought. So I feel like because of that, it's too predictable. So I'm very curious to see what actually ends up happening. So we can talk about that next week when the series ends, but it's on Hulu and I think it's really, really good. I'm really liking it. I'm also watching How to Get Away with Murder on Netflix. I'm super behind on this, but I don't know why I hold it off on waiting so long to watch the series because I knew I'd like it. I love Chandra Rhimes. Um, I obviously loved Grey's Anatomy. I really liked Scandal. I'm not caught up with Scandal, but once I like caught up on Netflix to like the real time of the show, that's kind of when I stopped watching it. So I'm not caught up with Scandal, but I watched it a while back. Um, so I knew that I would like How to Get Away with Murder. And I'm really... Uh, I'm really in it. I just think it's cool. Like the way that the show is set up, like there's a new case each episode. It's very fast paced, like Grey's Anatomy, which I really, it's, I mean, you can tell it's the same writer. It's a very similar show in the sense that like each episode, there's a new case. And on Grey's each episode, there's different patients, but there's an overlying story that they're saying throughout the season. Um, and there's huge character developments and people are sleeping with each other. And it's just, it's, it's like such a soap opera and I love it. I'm super in it. It's a really great show. Um, and that's the thing with Chandra's writing is like her shows are quick. So I'm never bored when I watch her shows. She always has good twists and turns. I don't know how she does it. Um, but she's quick. Like their dialogue is always fast. You just have to like really keep up with the show, but it's not hard to keep up with. Um, it's just a show that like honestly feels like it's made for a generation of people like myself that want instant gratification because it's just to the point and it's really, really good. Um, I love anything that Chandra Rhymes creates. So I knew that I'd like had to get away with murder. So I just started that. I'm on season one still I'm watching that on Netflix and it's awesome. And then you guys know me. I love my trashy reality TV shows. So I just started Vanderpump Rules this week as well. Um, sometimes I don't want like to keep up with the show. I just want like trashy TV on. So I'll put on Vanderpump Rules. I'm on season one, loving it. Stassi and Jax are like going through their whole little moment. Super fun of them to be doing that. Um, yeah, I'm really liking it. I'm really missing Housewives, I gotta say, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm just waiting for Beverly Hills to like come on Hulu so I can binge the entire season. Um, I don't have cable anymore, so I can't like go on on demand. And remember a couple episodes ago, I was like, Peacock rocks. Well, I think you can only have Peacock if you have cable subscription. I might be wrong, but now that I like don't have cable, they're trying to get me to like pay for Peacock. And I'm like, this is not what I thought this was. So I don't really know what's going on, but I'm not watching it on Peacock anyway, even though I know it's already on there. But they're doing obviously four reunions. So it's an entire month until... Beverly Hills will be on Hulu at least. So I just can't wait to watch it. But I don't know. I just keep going on Instagram and keep seeing all these side by sides of Erica of like her first reunion to now. And like, it's just sad to see, you know, just like you can see the stress that she's been put through. It's just really sad. Um, and I love Erica. Like I said, I haven't watched the season, so I don't know like what unfolds during it. My opinion could very much so change at the end of it. But so far, like what I've seen, I just, I don't know. I just feel bad. Like you can see it's like really weighing on her. So, but like I said, I don't know enough to really know the other side of the story. So maybe I shouldn't say this stuff anyway, but whatever. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much everything that I wanted to catch you guys up on. Oh, running is going great. I got new running shoes. 
Um, I started my half marathon training in the on clouds. Um, we're about five weeks away, four weeks away from the marathon, half marathon. I'm not doing a full, it's a half. And yeah, so I started with on clouds and I think I had the cloud swift and I like them. But once I would hit like six miles, my feet and knees and like leg, like to the point of like where my leg would like connect to my body was hurting a lot. And I think it's because of the shoes. So I got new shoes last night. I got Hoka's and I got the Clifton eight Hoka's. And I have to say, I really like them. They definitely have more padding to them. I also got insoles in them. Um, I really like them. I had a six mile run this morning and I shaved a minute off my mile. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Cause I could definitely tell that I was going faster, but I don't know why I was going faster. So I posted on my Instagram that I like shaved a minute off my mile. And one of my friends who's a runner swiped up and she was like, well, Hoka's are known for shaving minutes off miles because of the way the shoe is designed. It's designed with a heel to toe. So it just helps you run which is really interesting because I totally felt that after knowing. I was like, oh, you know what? I actually did feel that. And I definitely did run faster. So crazy concept, um, but very, very cool nonetheless. I really like them. Again, I had the Hoka Clifton 8s. I hope I'm saying that right. I kept wanting to say hookah, but everyone keeps telling me that it's Hoka. So I hope I'm saying that. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally adjust the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in 
rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges and they have a 12 month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So let's dive into what today's topic is about. Today is about not letting the small shit stop you from doing what's really important. Stop you from prioritizing the big things in your life. Um, This is a a concept that I need to explain a little bit better than obviously what I just did. But it's essentially along the theme of preserving your energy for what really matters. So let me backtrack. I've been seeing it in so many people and also in myself, especially when it comes to the social side of things in the world. Obviously, we were just all in the dark for the past year and a half, and the world is starting to open back up. There's concerts and events, vacations, you can travel again. The opportunities of the world are opening back up to where they used to be but also to where it feels like people are playing catch up. When I say people, I mean like brands, artists, um, events are kind of playing catch up, right? And they're going all out because you haven't been able to do this for the past year and a half. So things are bigger than before. They're better than before, according to who you ask. 
and the pressure to now go to these events, things, whatever it might be, I think are also greater than ever because there's this sense of, well, I just missed out on my life for a year and a half, so I don't want to do that anymore. So the pressure to go out and do things, I think, has been greater than ever before. And that feeling of FOMO has returned to so many of us. So naturally, I think a lot of us, including myself, are going out and doing a lot of things because we just feel like that's what we should be doing and the opportunity is presenting itself, so I may as well take advantage of it. No, There's no problem with that. Um, I personally know myself and I know that after this past year and a half, my social uh, battery, I guess, isn't where it used to be, meaning I find that I can't hold conversations as well as I used to. I find that I get really stressed out when I have to do a lot of social things in a day and I need more time to be alone before, after, or during these social events to just kind of be more of myself. I just find it more draining than I remember of like being social, going out to bars, stuff like that. Like I remember right before COVID, um, I was almost always like every weekend I was going out and I was having a great time. And now I like never do that because it's just not something that I enjoy really anymore. Um, so yeah, I just notice myself having to adjust back to a quote unquote normal life from not having a normal life. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a lot of people have felt a shift within themselves. And, you know, if you're an extrovert, I think people are so like, this is where extroverts can thrive. You know what I mean? Like they can carry the team here because they have all this pent up energy and they're so amazing about socializing and talking with people. And like, they're keeping like restaurants, bars open. Like those are the people that we need right now. I'm definitely more of an introvert, believe it or not, to where I would just like always rather stay home. Okay. But anyway, I'm kind of getting sidetracked. What I'm saying is I feel like there's a pressure now more than ever since March of 2020 to go out, experience the world again, and get back on our feet just like how we were before, almost as if the past year and a half didn't just happen. I remember like in March, April 2020, people were, you know, when we still weren't really sure like what was going on, what's the future going to look like. It was very, very early on. I remember seeing a lot of posts of people being like, you know what, maybe this was a good thing and it was just a sign that we all needed to collectively slow down. And now it's like that message is gone and we're just back at full speed. Again, not a problem. But what I'm noticing from all of this is that people are burning themselves out on the small shit to where they can no longer properly perform or perform perform to the full extent on the stuff that actually matters in your life. Let me give you an example. Um, I own spin studios. I currently have two locations and I'm a spin instructor at both of those locations. One of my locations is open all year round. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. My other one is just seasonal and it's October. So it's not open now. It's only open in the summertime. So I'm a spin instructor in addition to a studio owner. Now, being a spin instructor to me is really, really important because having great classes means that you're going to have clients come in, fill those classes, and those clients that fill your classes 
obviously is what makes a business. I can't have a business if no one comes to it. So at the core of a successful spin business is good spin classes that are full of clients, essentially. So because I am a spin instructor and I'm able to own a studio, I get to make my own schedule, right? So I don't do this for the reason that you'll hear in a minute, but let's say because I'm a spin instructor, I have the time and ability to create my own schedule. So I'm going to do two workouts a day and it can be anything, but these workouts, I'm just going to do two a day. Sure. These workouts are important. Sure. Of course. Um, these workouts will in the long run make me look good, which might help with classes. Um, they will boost my endurance, which I'm sure will only help in spin. And Hey, like I'm a fitness girl. So working out a little extra can't really hurt, but doing two a day workouts would negatively impact my spin classes because I'd be too damn tired for them. So these two-a-day workouts are the small the small things. Yes, while they're important, they're the small things in my life because the big thing, which is teaching spin classes, I'll be too tired for. Then when I teach these spin classes, they'll be half-assed. I won't be performing to 100% of my best ability. Then that will mean that my spin classes suffer. Clients won't be, as many clients won't be coming to the spin classes. And like I said before, if you don't have clients, you don't really have a a business or a studio. So everything will suffer because I'm focusing on putting so much energy into small things rather than saving my energy and putting it into the big things. So this really seems like a prioritization problem more than anything. If you're someone where you know, I'll stay on the spin workout, for example, If you're someone that you know you can do like five workouts a week and do seven spin classes a week and you'll kill it every single time, awesome. That works for you and it's great. That does not work for me. I know that I will be exhausted. I won't give 100% of my energy. And that teaching spin classes deserves 100% of my energy. It's the big shit in my life. That's the important stuff in my life. I'll give you another example. This podcast is really, really important to me. And whenever I'm recording it, I love it. And as soon as I'm done recording it, I like to sit in silence for at least an hour. And it's like kind of a lot to have a conversation with yourself for 30 minutes to an hour and just conceptualize my thoughts into a well thought out, plan and then just speak on it with no one else giving me anything. Like it's a completely one-sided conversation here. And it kind of takes a lot out of me just because I don't do this all the time. I do it once a week, 52 times a year, but it's not a ton that I do this, but it's talking for 30 minutes to an hour straight once a week. I know that if I were to schedule my calls and meetings on the same day that I recorded my podcast, my podcast would ultimately suffer. And that's not cool because this podcast is a it's a big part of my life. Even though it's only something that I do once a week that takes an hour out of my week, 
it's a big part of my life. And if I scheduled three hours worth of calls and meetings before this podcast, it would suffer. And that's not here to say that the calls and meetings aren't important. They are. But in comparison to this podcast, my calls and meetings are the small shit of my life. And this podcast is the big shit in my life. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An analogy that I think about a lot is when I was watching Taylor Swift's, um, what were the, from the pond sessions, long, long leg sessions. I don't know. During her, um, folklore album, she did a documentary. I think it was with Disney plus, um, pretty much how she created the album and her singing and recording the album, like in the studio, it was beautiful to watch. And when, she was, you know, doing this documentary. I kept thinking how awesome it was that she was, you know, spending time in the studio creating music, which obviously that's what a musician does. But she's not just a musician. Like she's Taylor motherfucking Swift. And the reason that she's Taylor Swift is because she's able to make these beautiful songs, write them, produce them, sing them, publish them. It's the big stuff that makes Taylor Swift who she is. The songs, the writing, that's what makes Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Now, can you imagine if Taylor Swift was too busy doing the small shit that's important to her career, such as product promotions? Like remember she had the perfumes for a while. They were like my thing in middle school. If she got so wrapped up in um, like creating product, creating merch, taking calls, going to meetings to the point where all this small stuff that I can't emphasize this enough is important, but that small stuff is not what makes Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. It's the music. It's the writing. It's her singing. That's what makes Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. And the only reason that she gets to have product lines and why she gets to take cool phone calls, cool meetings is because of the big stuff she does. So don't let the small shit, while it's important, overrun the big shit. The big important stuff that we do that makes us 
who we are at our core always takes precedence. And sometimes it's easy to push off something that we feel is important to us. It's easy for me to reschedule this podcast. It's probably easy for Taylor Swift to say, I'm not going to go to the studio tonight and record this song. But that's what makes us who we are. It's what makes me a podcaster. It's what makes her a singer. I'm also not trying to compare myself to Taylor Swift here at all. Just want to make sure that's very clear. But it's what we do in the light that defines us. And it's important to make time for that. I see this a lot with influencers, a lot, where they will start very genuine and will blow up because they are very genuine. They feel relatable. Maybe they're, they have a little bit of a shock value to them. Whatever it might be, they blow up. And as soon as they blow up, they start to do so much of the small shit that they stop showing up on YouTube, on Instagram. Their podcast, they don't really film as much. They just start to kind of wander off because they are reaping the benefits of the big stuff that they did to enjoy the small things, to enjoy the fruits of their labor. But people don't want to see you enjoying the fruits of your labor. People just want to see you. For example, um, Emma Chamberlain has done an amazing job at doing the big stuff. She has because she has blown up. I mean, here this girl is, Met Gala, Paris Fashion Week, obviously New York Fashion Week, like runs the freaking world. Like she is everyone's favorite human ever. Emma Chamberlain is incredible. And she's incredible because she has never strayed away from YouTube. Sure, she's taken like mini breaks. Sure, she's rebranded a couple of times on the platform. But she knows that the only reason that she's able to have this huge Louis Vuitton contract, she knows that the only reason she's able to attend the Met Gala, go to Paris Fashion Week with Louis Vuitton, have these beautiful houses in the in the hills, is because she's doing YouTube. Her big shit is giving her even bigger shit. And that's how it should be. She is not, you know making millions of dollars, doing all these cool things with Louis Vuitton, and then just never posting about it. That wouldn't be who Emma Chamberlain is. Emma Chamberlain is as successful as Emma Chamberlain is because she continues to do the big shit. Sure, I don't know what she does behind the scenes, but from what it seems like, it seems like she preserves her energy pretty well to where she doesn't overextend herself, to where she's not constantly like doing these small little things such as going on brand trips or going to grand opening events or going to like when Playlist Live and VidCon were a big thing. I feel like she wouldn't be like going to that stuff. I don't know. That's just an assumption that I just made. But she's not doing all the little shit that influencers do once you become a bigger influencer and all these doors start to open and suddenly you get to do these cool things. And trust me, I've been there. Like when I was in LA, I totally stopped uploading videos because I was like, 
this is awesome. I get to do all these cool things that quote unquote big YouTubers get to do. So I'm just going to stop posting videos because you kind of feel like you've made it to a certain point. So you don't have to keep posting. You just get to reap the benefits of it. Um, I mean, it's I could name a bunch of people that do this incredibly well. And I can name a, a ton more people that do exactly what I'm saying, where they just let the small stuff take over and they no longer produce the big stuff anymore. But they forget that the small stuff is only there because of the big stuff. And the big stuff is the reason why you get to even live this life that now the big stuff is an option. In the past, uploading YouTube videos was the small stuff to your life, right? It was the stuff that you got to do for fun and it just became something that you enjoyed. And it was something that you would do like when you were uh, in school, like, you know, it was the small stuff and you wouldn't make yourself too tired from doing YouTube video to where you would then fail your bio test the next day. Your bio test was the big stuff. I'm getting sidetracked, but it's, it's just about preserving your energy and continuing to show up for the things that actually matter in your life. One of my favorite phrases ever, a friend told me, and I've never forgotten it, is the phrase of important nobodies. And it sounds rude, but it's it's really not. It's just like everyone has a life. We get that. People are busy. We get that. But you have to continue to do the things that prolong you in your life. And if you just spend too much time on the small stuff, you're never going to have enough energy for the things that actually matter. Can you imagine if before this podcast, I just spent all day talking to a million different people about a million different things and I just came on here completely scatterbrained? The only reason that I get to talk to different people about really cool opportunities is because I sit down for an hour and talk to you guys every week for an hour. Sure, it doesn't take a lot of time, but it's big. It's important. It matters. And the only reason I get to do everything else is because of this. That's what people forget, that the reason you get to do what you do, the reason you get to post YouTube videos, the reason you get to be an influencer, the reason that you get to have a podcast, the reason that you get to have a spin studio, whatever it might be, is because you've done the big things to get there. Keep doing the big things. Keep prioritizing the big things. It's so easy to push it to the side. Everyone can push stuff to the side. It's harder to commit to it and to stick to it. I guess if I wanted to sum this up, it's do shit that actually matters. That to me is the easiest way to sum it up. Do shit that actually matters. I can't emphasize it enough. Small stuff does matter 100%. No question about that. But the reason you are at where you're at is because you've made time for stuff that actually matters. Don't stop doing that. Make time for stuff that actually matters. And I guess that's like kind of my rant. I don't know. I've just been seeing it a lot where people are just like not showing up for the things that put them where they are. And I've, I've done it myself for sure. For sure. I've done it myself countless times. And I always kind of have this aha moment where I'm like, whoa, the only reason I get to choose whether or not I want to record this episode today is because I've recorded episodes in the past and it got me to the point of having 
the privilege to even reschedule this. You know, like show up for the big thing. Show up for what matters. Show up. Just show up. Okay, I'm getting a little ranty. I don't mean to. Um, And I'm also not singling anyone out whatsoever. Um, I've done it myself a million times. And it's honestly a wake-up call for myself too. And, you know, hopefully this is something for you guys too where you can really recalibrate and really say like, is what I'm doing important? And is it going to prolong me? If the answer is yes, then you're on the right track. Um, But don't do one thing at the expense of another. If something small feels important, which it most likely is, but if it's going to make something big in your life suffer, maybe it's not worth it that day. If I had a really important call before this podcast, I would probably reschedule it to another day because this is equally as important to me. And this is stuff that's in the light, not the stuff that's behind the scenes. Yes, stuff that's behind the scenes can definitely prolong your career. There's no doubt about that at all. But that's not what people see. And you need to make sure that what people I actually don't want to go there. It's not what it's not about what people see, but it's about just doing things that's important. And now I just keep going on these tangents and you guys get what I'm saying. Do shit that matters, baby. Do shit that matters. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was a little off the rails for me, totally not my normal. It just felt a little ranty and I didn't mean for it to, but it's just something that I've been seeing that I wanted to just kind of put my two cents in on and I don't know, take it with a grain of salt. Guys, I hope you have an amazing week. Um, I will be joining you and having a great week. It's Monday. Let's get after it this week. Um, Halloween is coming up so soon. What are you guys being? I'd love to know. I have no idea what I'm going to be. I had an idea, but I don't think I'm going to do it. So yeah. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll talk to you guys all next Monday. Be sure to tag me if you guys are listening to today's episode and I will talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.